In this episode, your Papa Dave and I are hoping for the Weird Al bump as we count down our Weird 15. I'm your host, Derek Brink, and you are listening to Empty Checking. Hey there, checkmates. It's your old Uncle Derek coming to you with your Papa Dave. And you know what that means. It means a Fab 15, or I should say a Weird 15, because we are counting down the Fab 15 songs by Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, pardon me. Yeah? The Fab 15 songs by American Treasure, Weird Al Yankovic. Wow. National Treasure. Coming in hot. Mm-hmm. That's, hey, you know, that's how he needs to be referred to at all times. <laughs> at all times? Well, most of the time. Uh, this is going to be a long one. Uh, like, I'm not going to do that every time. Well, no, but we just need to make sure that people know that it's, you know, National, national Treasure. National Treasure, mm-hmm. Weird Al Or American Treasure, however you want to do it. Okay. Either way. The word treasure is a must. Yes. Whatever precedes that, as long as it's respectful, is fine. But... Um, absolutely. Okay. Just making sure we're on the same page. Anyway, continue. I couldn't possibly. <laughs> uh, I was going to do that thing where I ask you a question other than to say hi that I started doing, and you kind of screwed that up because you've already talked. I did. But I was going to ask you at the top, uh, is Weird Al the reason that you wear Hawaiian shirts in summer? Uh, no, but Just a it happy doesn't hurt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just no, curious. No, I wear um, Hawaiian shirts in summer. Because I always thought of it as kind of like the lamest white guy thing you could possibly do <laughs> other than putting, you know, like black socks on with sandals. Oh, and, I love that. Well, okay. But so I did it ironically and everyone loved it. Okay. So I kept it. Yeah. All right. I just, uh, I always thought it might be a weird L tribute. You know, it's not exactly, but you know, it doesn't hurt. It's, it's fine. All right, good. Uh... Checkmates of you behind the curtain, we are doing this episode earlier than we normally do. Uh, we normally do this, it's been kind of Friday nights, but we're sort of late afternoon on Saturday right now. Uh, I'm still drinking my customary vodka, but it feels ro- like this is way earlier than I normally drink. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll kind of see how my night goes. Maybe I'll be ready for bed at like 9.30. That'd be nice. I was going to say, you could you know, get a little extra sleep out of it. Yeah, That's all right. that'd be okay. But yeah, we are doing this early in the day, so there may be... Who knows how the tone will shift, uh, but it, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've been, I've been looking forward to doing this episode, actually. Uh, it's just, you had, I, I don't actually remember if it made it into an episode, but we had talked about in an earlier episode that we recorded, maybe doing this, you brought up yeah. the idea of doing Fab 15 Weird Al songs. Um, One just, of us did, yeah. I, I believe it was you. Might uh, have been. Or, or maybe you brought up Weird Al and I said that'd be a good list. I don't remember. If this went out in an episode, somebody email the show at db at derekbrink.com. Yeah, we're not going to listen to our own stuff. I never do. Uh, no. Well, I do when I edit it, I guess. But... Well, I listen to the playlist before I put them out. There you That's go. That's about it. Uh, but yeah, for that conversation is old hat. Sorry if you don't care about that out there. But that it, it came out of a different conversation that we were having on the show that may or may not have made it into the show. Uh, and I've been excited about that for a while, and we were kicking around a couple ideas, and it just seems like Weird Al's having a bit of a moment again, uh, as he does every few years, uh, but it seems like he's having a little bit of a resurgence, a little bit of a moment that, uh, the movie came out a little bit ago, and, you know, people well, are still talking about Well, the movie's been out for and, quite a while, but yeah. he's, uh, actually won some awards from it here for the past, uh, over the, uh, 
I can't remember which one it was now, if it was the People's Choice or um, uh, one of the award shows, the, or an Emmy or something, I don't know, but they sure. won um, some awards for the uh, recent movie, so good for him. Yeah, yeah. So it just seemed like a good time to talk about him. And also, it's basically been spring and summer weather here in St. Louis, so why not talk about a guy in a Hawaiian shirt? Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, I've been looking forward to this. Um, I will say up top... Uh, like Al himself, I am challenging myself to work completely clean in this episode. Nice. Which is going to be a difficult one for me, mm -hmm. <laughs> as, as the checkmates know. But let's, uh, we'll see how that goes. For every swear word I say, I will donate a dollar to buying a new bottle of vodka. That's, uh, that's what I'll do. It's very... Uh, public interest idea. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I think it's best if I have vodka in the freezer <laughs> at all times for the public. Uh, that's. I have been looking forward to this one. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I do need to get some business out of the way here up top and just say the websites that people want me to say. If you like the show, there's a companion blog over at emptychecking.blogspot.com. The show itself is hosted at emptychecking.podbean.com. If you want to know more about me, you can go over to uh, DerekBrink.com. Plenty of stuff to click on there. Uh, if you like the music that you hear throughout the show, it's available for download at DerekBrink.Bandcamp.com and or from TheBrink.Bandcamp.com, depending on which song you're listening to. And if you want to email the show, you can do so at db at DerekBrink.com, as I already said. And hey, while you're clicking on stuff, why not go over to DavidBrink.Home.Blog and check out your Papa Dave's uh, Mondays. Uh, not podcast, blog. Blog. Uh, I used the word blog, couldn't come up with it when I needed to describe what it is. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, this is how my day's been going. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's the websites of interest, I think. Uh, I skipped the part where I say it's on the podcast apps because you're probably listening to it on one now. That's fair. Uh, but anyway. And check out Spotify for the playlist. Yes, too. yeah, thank you. Look for your Papa Dave there on uh, on Spotify. And there will be a link to that on, on emptychecking.blogspot.com. There you go. So, yeah, that's all, all right. the metrics stuff that I have to get in because Lord knows that the world won't run right unless it's run on algorithms. Fair. So we got that in within the first 10 minutes, and we're sitting pretty. Woo. Uh, don't think there's... I mean, at this point, we've been doing the Fab 15 lists for over a year. I don't think there's a lot we have to explain anymore. No. Other than it's Weird Al this time. You, mm -hmm. you all know him. You love him. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I realized it's the first uh, American artist we've donated. Or donated? Donated? We've um, Not dedicated, donated dedicated a full list to. Because all of our... Is it really? Full, yeah, because we had the Beatles and U2 and The Who. And Queen. Queen. Um, and you know, we've been yeah. a lot of American artists in the you know ones where we have just a topic. But yeah, so I think it's kind of fitting, actually, that our first... Homegrown artist is Weird Al. I like that. Yeah, maybe the guy who I've I'm, I've said this about Weird Al. Probably the guy who, if you look at his career and just listen to the parodies and listen to, in particular, his polkas, uh, you will have a fairly concise history of all of the important songs in rock and roll and R and B and rap, and probably pop, yeah. for the past what. 40 years almost? Mm, roughly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's more than just American artists that he's covered, obviously. Oh, but, sure. Uh, it, you know, like, he's, he's incredibly important in that way. I don't think people realize it. Like, he is, in some ways, our most beloved, best-known historian of music and pop culture. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and Just that's, with a bit of a twist. Yeah, with a bit, of course, yeah. <laughs> but, well, and it's, although it's amazing, and I mean, maybe we'll get into this deeper, but it's amazing how sometimes there's not that much of a twist. Like, he really nails the production. And, like, he gets things... Oh, yeah. Uh, you there's there have been times where i've heard a song come on and i've been all right is that the real one or is that weird else right you know because it's his his stuff is so perfect like he just nails it Uh, i mean the polkas obviously have a twist but you know they're they're polkas Uh, but uh uh yeah we've we got we can cover a lot of ground with weird al there's a lot of stuff to talk about uh i'm hoping I mean, we could do, the intro could take forever, and we could just do all the biographical information, but I'm assuming and hoping it's going to come up throughout the conversation. Probably, and uh, if it doesn't, you can steer us around. Yeah, and we can jump in at the end or something, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, what we're doing, we're just sitting here, we both went away and, unbeknownst to the other, came up with our own list of our Fab 15 Weird Al songs, uh, be they, we didn't put any rules on it, they could be the... Uh, parodies. They could be his uh, originals. They could be his polkas. They could be whatever. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting if one of us had just fifteen polkas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be interesting. I think there's only twelve. That's probably. I think you're right. But uh, yeah, we just we didn't put any real restrictions on it. So because I actually thought about that and I said I don't think I don't think there's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see which way we uh, we each kind of take this. I mm-hmm. have some personal choices on here that aren't going to be on everybody's radar, but it's not the majority of my list. Uh, and I've got some that are definitely going to be on everybody's radar. No, I think, I think I did you know. kind of the same thing. Yeah, so, so be it'll be interesting. Fun to see where that intersects. Uh, yeah, oh, and I, I didn't finish saying, we didn't know each other's lists, we come together, we do this show, and this is the first time we've heard each other's yeah, lists. Yeah, so we find out about it like you do, just live, yep. and here we go. Yep, although a couple of days before you do, usually. Well, sure. Uh, so that's, those are the rules. I don't think there's anything else really to explain. We can just jump into this thing. Right on. Uh, so, Dave, let's start with your number 15. Okay, so my number 15 is, I actually had an empty space on my list that I was trying to figure out what to fill, mm-hmm. and so I just used this. Uh, my number 15 is a parody called eBay, which is a parody of I Want It That Way. Uh, yeah, it didn't make my list. Yeah, um, and it's and the reason I like it is because um, that song that's backstreet boys right i can't remember who did it i think so i want it that way um if if we're wrong someone's furiously typing an email yeah. right now dbaderbrink.com mm-hmm. right <laughs> um so that song i mean it was everywhere it still is everywhere people yeah. know it uh, but i like it because not only is it a parody but it also parodies the culture of ebay and the consumer culture of buying just stuff you do not need sure nor does anybody really need but you're gonna get on there and you're gonna you know, do your best to get it and one up the next person and snipe somebody at the very end. So, um, yeah, it was kind of a, one of those that I didn't really ever think it would even be on my list, but it goes through my head when I think of Weird Al. That's one of the things that goes through my head. So it's on my list, but it's at the bottom because it's not, I don't think it's real well known, but maybe more so than I know it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I'm familiar with it, but it's not one of my go-tos. So, right. you know, I'm, I, I, Obviously, don't have a problem with it being on your list, but it just wasn't on my radar. I don't think anybody's going to have a problem with anything on the list Probably, tonight, uh, Yeah, I mean, we'll see. we would hope. But uh, my number 15 is a little bit of a personal choice and a little bit of a deep cut as well. Uh, I just, this was uh, on my first uh, Weird, Al, Weird Al album, Weird Album, if you will. Wow. Uh, and uh, it, 
it, I got that album on cassette when I was a kid just because, like partially because I'd heard this song and thought it was funny. Uh, my number 15 is this song's just six words long. Not on my list, but it was a consideration. Okay. Uh, it's on the Even Worse album. Uh, and it's a parody of uh, uh, this, uh, uh, I Got My Mind Set On You, mm-hmm. uh, which George Harrison made famous, but he didn't write it. Right. Uh, most of George's biggest solo hits he did not write, but <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of interesting. Um, that's a whole other conversation. But that uh, I've Got My Mind Set On You was just a regular on MTV forever. Mm-hmm. And I was a... Yeah, I was a kid. I was, what, eight or nine probably when that was on, on TV a lot. And I remember seeing the video and liking it and thinking it was cool because it had the stuffed animals and whatnot that were singing uh, at one point. The taxidermy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, stu- they're animals who were stuffed. Technically, okay, technically you're <laughs> yeah. right. And, uh, you know, what I know as a kid. <laughs> uh, but I liked the song. And, uh, yeah, I, not even really having knowledge of who George Harrison was. I just liked that song. And then I heard, uh, you know, the song's just six words long. And I thought, oh, that's funny. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, that might be one of the first examples of me understanding a parody. Yeah. You know, and I just kind of, like, fell in love with it. It's a mild irritant that I re-listened to it leading into this conversation. And he sings it with seven words. Because it's the this song's just right, six words but long. But he's actually it. talking about "Got My Mind Set on You." If you read the lyrics in the right way, he's talking about "I've Got My Mind Set on You," which is also seven songs. So I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. He sings this song is just six words. He puts the word "is" in there. Mm, but the title is "This Song's Just Six Words." Yeah, yeah. So, so it's there's uh, that almost kept it off the list. I'll be honest with you. Once I once I heard it, mm-hmm. but I still like I have such a fond memory of that that it just it made the list but it's it's a weird one it's a weird poll and it's it's not going to be on anybody else's list ever so it's my number 15 no it's pretty good um there's a lot of good lines about rhymes that don't rhyme yeah there's yeah. a lot of things that so yeah it's pretty funny so i like i like that one that's a good that's a good pick actually right on uh do you have a good pick at number 14 i i think i do well um, let's see and it's one that possibly should be higher uh but it's a song called uh it's not really a parody. It's more of a stylistic parody. Okay. But it's called uh, You Don't Love Me Anymore. Uh, that is also on my list. Okay, yeah, good. So that was, uh, apart from being just really funny lyrically, it was a, a stylistic parody of all the ballads that came out towards the end of the 90s from yeah. the mostly the hair bands, if we, which is such a detestable term. But anyway, yeah. um, a lot of acoustic love songs came out yeah and that was always on the radio and uh, not only did he nail the feel of that um and had with such and had such funny lines as uh you know you smashed my face down on the barbecue grill yeah <laughs> my scars are all healing but my heart never will yeah. which i loved yeah um but he nailed the the style nailed the sound and the video yeah if i recall was a parody of extremes uh, wholehearted video or no, more, more, more than, than words. words more yeah. than words excuse full me. on yeah it was like pitch perfect the mm-hmm. weird look that they do off into the rafters the whole thing yeah like he, he absolutely nailed that video <laughs> that's that's sort of what i was talking about with some of his stylistic choices like his videos especially just like wow that's pitch perfect to what the video that he's parodying was. Yes, exactly. You know, and yeah, that's 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 a great song. It's it's one of my favorites. That might be my personal number one. Uh, it's okay. not my number one on this list, right? But it might be my personal number one, just because. I mean, that's another example of uh, that was on the uh, uh, off the deep end record. 
yes. which was right at the time of grunge, you know, like the whole thing. It was right, album, yeah, like, right when everything was changing. Yeah, like yeah. that it, that album cover is a parody of the Nirvana Nevermind cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, I was like right in the pocket of loving grunge, but also, you know, understanding that there were things funny about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And here comes Weird Al doing, you know, these songs. And I loved that extreme song. And then I see that video before I heard the actual song, but I see the video, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> you know, like, this is awesome, you know? And uh, just kind of fell in love with it. And, you know, fell in love with hearing hearing it on the CD following. And, uh, like, it's it's one of those songs that, yes, is really funny, but if you're not paying attention, it doesn't have to be, you know? Like, it kind of works just as a song, like, almost without the joke. Yeah. And uh, he he does that so well. He rides that line so so well. I mean, obviously he goes far enough that it is clear that it's a joke, right? You know. Right, but right. if you're not paying attention, you could miss it sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one of the things yeah, I, mean, I appreciate. I think like about the whole first verse of that song could be. Oh yeah, the first verse doesn't such. I mean, sets you up for a joke, but it it's not funny. The first yeah. the first mm-hmm. verse. It starts off you know? you know kind of heartfelt and then goes off the rails as it should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's an excellent choice. It's uh, way say, it probably online, should have been higher, but you yeah. could say that about half the stuff that's on here. I yeah, guess, you so. can always. Yeah, you can always argue placement, and we will. But sure. uh, we, uh, uh, yeah, you don't love me anymore. Definitely on my list too. Excellent choice. Uh, did you have anything else to say about it? Or did I kind of. I don't think so. Okay, I think we're good. Uh, my number fourteen is a song about how much Al hates sauerkraut, Albuquerque. Also on my list. Good. Uh, what do you say? It's an 11 minute song that he wrote because he wanted to irritate people by having a song that was longer than 10, than 10 minutes. And it became a song that his fans just love. Yeah. I mean, it's when he did the, uh, tour that he, uh, you know, went around city to city doing all originals, except for the very end of the show. Yeah. Um, it was, if you didn't say that, if you felt cheated. Yeah. So he changed the set list every night. So some yeah. nights he got it, sometimes he didn't. But um, You went to see that well, tour, didn't you? I did go to see yeah. that tour with my pastor at yeah. the time, yeah. which is a whole other story. But yeah, um, yeah now, so, I, I actually mentioned to somebody, that, a friend of mine, that you have seen Weird Al, but I have not. And he said, your brother saw Weird Al without you? I said, yeah, he went on like a road trip with his pastor, which it would have been so... Odd if I had also gone on that trip. Would have been weird. <laughs> like, would have been, been weird. Um, yeah. So uh, we went. The, my only regret about that is there were two dates we were looking at. It was his idea, by the way. It was a pastor's idea. Sure. Everybody in the church was like, "How'd you talk him into that?" So I didn't talk anybody into anything. I agreed to it. Yeah. But uh, my only regret is that there were two uh, dates we were looking at, and one of them would have been during. A, a conference for pastors and he would have had to bring me along as someone from the congregation <laughs> we could have snuck out um and avoided actual things so i, I wish we had done it that way but <laughs> otherwise um yeah that was pretty cool so uh but yeah albuquerque uh like you said it was supposed to irritate people and it kind of did sure and if you have the uh cd if we can go back that farther yeah, far i think enough. it's in the pile that's in yeah, front of us actually um, that's uh running with the, scissors. Uh, yes yeah uh the the words, the, the the booklet has all the lyrics, except for that one. It starts off and it says, oh, gee, I guess I kind of ran out of room here. You'll have to figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Um, no, and it's, it's, become, it's, it's stream of consciousness, by the way, if you haven't yeah, heard there's, it. It's uh, just all over the place. makes sense. It comes back around. Yeah. But it's just such a really bizarre, odd song. It's long. It has multiple changes. Um, gets a little violent and weird towards the end. Yeah. Um, 
which puts people off some people, but uh, a lot of people don't realize how dark Weird Al gets sometimes. Oh, some yeah, he's got an incredibly just, dark sense of humor. Some yeah. of his stuff is just awful. But, um, yeah, Albuquerque is great. You can not hear that more than once or twice and not have it just in your brain. You know, yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll occasionally uh, be at the uh, donut store, and uh, one of us will say to the other, no, we're out of bear claws. Oh, sure. You know, so <laughs> just from that point. So sure. Yeah, a lot of great jokes in that. Um, you know, it's a fantastic song. Seek that one out. Yeah, yeah. Albuquerque. If you've never heard it. Albuquerque's worth your time, even though it takes a lot of it. Yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> and so that, that one's a lot of fun for me. I like that one a lot. So it made my number 14. Uh, we are tearing right through this thing. We've, we're 20 minutes into the show. What is your number 13? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my number 13 is another uh, original, kind of goes along, it's kind of in, in my head along the same lines. It's the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Okay, go ahead. That didn't make my list, but it's oh, an honorable mention. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. Um, it's a road trip song. Basically, I kind of like to start every road trip with it, but it's literally what, what it says. It's about uh, dad gathering the family on a trip and they... And where he said, kids, where do you want to go to? And they said, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So it's a three-day odyssey to get to the twine ball. Yeah. Um, all the stuff that they bring and the trouble they get into and a, a, guy they, a hitchhiker they pick up along the way and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. It's just this big, huge, epic thing. Um, and it's completely silly, of course. But oh, yeah. big, huge, epic. Uh, when I saw him on that tour, he started with that. Nice. <laughs> Which was pretty cool. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so it's a really fun song. Uh, great. If you're looking at road trip songs, you want to make a playlist, throw that on there. Sure. Just to see what your companions do, <laughs> if nothing else. Um, but, yeah, I like that one quite a bit. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything to add to that, really. I mean, I, I like the song, uh, not as much as you do, uh, mm -hmm. but I like the song. It's, you know, it's, it's cute and funny. You know, and silly and mm -hmm. weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the guy's called Weird Al, and we're going to use the word weird a lot tonight, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I like the song. I just, I don't have anything to add to it. Didn't quite make my list. But yeah, good choice. I like it. Cool. Uh, what did make my list at number 13 is one that people are going to feel like should be higher. Uh, and I'm not going to say that you're wrong, but it just, it, it sort of landed in the you know, bottom third for me. My number 13 is Like a Surgeon. Okay, also on the list. Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah, I, I, the reason it's so low on the, on the list is I really don't have a lot to say. It's a parody of Madonna's Like a Virgin. Uh, he is a surgeon in the song instead of a virgin. Mm -hmm. That's the song. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> and, the joke. I mean, there's, uh, there's a little bit of, uh, just a tiny, tiny bit of medical knowledge in it, but nothing yeah. that you wouldn't get from, you know, watching... A doctor show on TV or something, you know, sure. so it's nothing uh, to it, but it's just that was early Al, and early Al as a parodyist was it was just people don't understand how mind blowing it was. Yeah, people think it's funny now, but at the time when he because he came out at the perfect time, they had video with his song, so he could do all these crazy videos with it and uh, you know, just be. Well, weird owl. I mean, just, yeah, right. You know, but it was. Um, yeah, I would say the video is better insane. than the song on that one. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. But it's um, I have it higher because it was, uh, but it was you know, Madonna was so huge. Yeah, it's like anyone daring to you know just poke at that. That sounded bad, but um, anybody. I, I mean, now that you say that, say it. Yes, yeah. it did. But <laughs> it would not have occurred to me. Yeah. No, anybody. Because yeah. I'm working clean. Yeah, I I normally see now. I get it. Okay. But uh, the uh, no, the fact that anybody would try to even take her down a little bit off her pedestal in a way that was also flattering and, and good-natured yeah. uh, was just like, what is happening? Yeah. So it was very cool for us mm. um, young kids at the time. Yeah. And, of course, he ended up dating Madonna before he uh, killed a Colombian drug lord. Uh, yeah, that's old news. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get one in. I uh, I had texted Dave earlier in the week and told him that I was p- thinking about doing the entire episode, uh, pretending that all of the facts as presented in Weird, the Al Yankovic story, were absolutely true, which I talked about that on a recent episode of the show. But I told mm-hmm. Dave that I was planning on, I was thinking about doing that, and he sent back a text that was like, I'm going to be paying tribute to a, to a, an American treasure, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> seriously, uh, calling attention to both his parodies and uh, originals. And I was like, well, that's no fun. <laughs> I don't even think I replied to that. I was like, I, I, I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> but I had to get in one. You know, you do you. That's fine. You yeah. Know. No, it's, a, it's actually, it's, it's a, I mean, you talked about it and thing. It's a great movie. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's funny, but yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. But uh, yeah, Like a Surgeon, on both of our lists, landed lower on mine than, than on yours. But what is it, uh, your number 12? 12. Uh, number 12 is a more recent one. I tried to get some of the uh, later period stuff in there because it's sure. easy for two guys like us to not. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> but uh, my number 12 is White and Nerdy. Nice. So I like that because not only is it uh, a parody... I have a cat in my face. Yeah. <laughs> just so you all know. Jonko coming over to say hello. Just popped hey, up. Hey, Johnny. He popped up and left. Okay. Um, he acknowledged him. He, you know, was no longer interested. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um what was he? Oh, okay. Uh, white and nerdy. Uh, white and nerdy. By the yeah. way, not on my list, but in my honorable mentions. That's fine. Yeah. So I think that one, um, it's a parody of a song that I am familiar enough with just because I've heard it, but not that I know. Yeah. But I think uh, the song, his version is funny enough in and of itself that you don't need to know the song it's based on. Sure. And um, it's kind of about his fans. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's. And not, and I don't say that in a derogatory way, but it's a, uh, the white and nerdy label is worn proudly by many. Yeah. You Have know, you said, and, I'm sorry, I was thinking about the cat. Have you said what song he's parodying? Um, <laughs> Ride and Dirty. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't remember who did it off the top of I my head. I don't either. I'm, it's I've, not I've my forgotten. cup of tea, but um, yeah. But, uh, you know, so it's one of those songs that, you know, I thought was worthy of inclusion just because uh, it's, you know, it's Alp staying current as he would always do. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I like that, you know, I didn't, I don't really know the song that well. Sure. I know just little bits and pieces of it, but I was able to listen to that whole song and find it funny. So, yeah. uh, and he does that well too. So I think yeah. that's, that's why it deserves to be on here. Yeah. For, there was a long period in my life. Cause I mean, I talked about, uh, the even worse album. I was a literal child mm-hmm. and, uh, like off the deep end, I was early teens, you know? So there's a lot of Al's career like falls in that weird spot where I actually heard his song before I heard the the one that he's parodying. Right. On a lot of his career, uh, which is an interesting experience to have. White and Nerdy could easily fall into that. I, I'm, I'm sure I'd heard White and Nerdy before I heard White and Nerdy, but there's like that era of Al's song, probably still, there's stuff that falls into that category for me. 
because he parodies stuff that I'm not that likely to listen to, but I am likely to listen to the new Weird Al album. You know? Yeah, so I, I did that a few times, and he gone, oh, hey, that, and then the last one he put out, I actually was familiar with some of them because my kids were listening to. Sure. I was like, oh, I kind of know that one. Yeah, so sure. that was kind of fun, actually. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Uh, but that's why it's on. It's kind of a nerd anthem, so there we are. Yeah, yeah, it's a good choice. Like I said, it's in my honorable mentions. Uh, what is it on, at my number 12 is another one that people are going to feel like should be higher if mm-hmm. it's, I, I don't know if it's on your list or not, but uh, I lost on Jeopardy. Not on my list, but a runner-up. Oh, that's up. kind of a surprise. Uh, it was at one time, but um, I kind of shifted things around, and there you go. All right. Uh, I, I lost on Jeopardy, of course, a parody of uh, I Was in Jeopardy? Or is it just called our, Jeopardy? It's called, called Jeopardy, but the yeah. lyric is Our Love's in Jeopardy. Our Love's in Jeopardy. Yeah, sorry. Greg King Band. Thank you. Uh, yeah, sorry. I'm the, the I'm going to run into this problem a lot, where I'm going to be singing the Weird Al song in my head and have no idea what the lyrics are to the to the real song. That's a danger. Yeah, that's what's happening to me right now. Uh, our love's in jeopardy. Um, yeah, it's uh, I, again, it's one of those that it's kind of there in the name. It's about a guy who goes on to Jeopardy, loses spectacularly. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. Writes a song about it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. there's yeah. a voiceover telling him all the stuff that he lost. Yeah, that you didn't yeah. win. Yeah, yeah. you could have won. You didn't it. Yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that that part makes me laugh. Like I've mm-hmm. re-listened to that recently. Like, I, building up to this, I listened to a few of the albums. I've actually got the albums I have sitting here on the table. But I listened to a few of the albums, and I just had the essential Weird Al on my CD player in my car nonstop for like a mm-hmm. week and a half. Yeah. And so I, I re-listened to uh, I Lost on Jeopardy. And just went, uh, you know, the thing that works in that song for me is the voiceover. That's the part that still, to mm-hmm. me, really, really works. Well, and the thing about I Lost on Jeopardy is it came out before the Jeopardy, uh, before Jeopardy came back on the air. Oh, really? Yeah, because he, he was talking about Art Fleming had the answer. Art Fleming hosted Jeopardy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that the, is in there. In the yeah. Day. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it came out, and then Jeopardy came out. So for years, the rumor was that that's what brought Jeopardy back. Weird turns Al Bump. Out, <laughs> turns out it's not accurate that the... No, uh, it's, it's absolutely true. Weird Al Bump <laughs> brought back Jeopardy. Right. The, Alex Trebek. Um, yeah, so Another were, guy with a mustache. Yep, there you until go. Until he didn't have one. Uh, much like Weird Al. Okay. It was his whole uh, career so, to Weird Al. Yeah, okay. And his mustache. Uh, take another drink. Um, okay. So <laughs> Don't have to ask me twice. Yeah. So Hacha. Yeah, so I, actually it was uh, in pre-production when the song came out and it kind of worked together but uh because the i think maybe that's what capital off list is because the uh the rumor got shattered for me maybe that's what capital off well, but i also i also no tried fun. to get I, you know <laughs> i also tried to i think do more of an overview and so i probably took a few i have had too many things from the same era and i tried to let one go and we had sure. to let one go um so no good song um just uh and I don't think too many people remember that Greg Ginn song either. Um, I mean, I do, not but anymore. That's, you may be right. That's yeah. the other problem with some of these, uh, some of my honorable mentions, like, well, I like it, but who remembers that song? Yeah, right. Other than me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, sure. Uh, okay, so my number 12, not popular. You're number 11. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, okay, my number 11 um, is uh, one of the early ones that I'd heard from Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Rocky Road. Uh, honorable mention. That was so close. Yeah, yeah. so, so close. Um, parody of uh, obviously I love rock and roll. Yeah, the Joan Jett hit originally re- uh, released by the Arrows. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I forgot that's a cover. Everybody yeah. forgets it's a cover. Um, yeah. But he, uh, it's one of them too. That's pretty much just accordion. There's not a whole lot of uh, instrumentation to it, and the video is awesome because he's in the ice cream parlor and playing the accordion on top of the on top of the uh, you know the bar. Well, it's not a bar, but the where, where you sit and get the phosphates made and all that. So it's That's not really basically a, bar. a bar. It's basically it's a, bar. a counter, I guess. Counter. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So doing that, um, and my favorite part of that song is during where the guitar solo would be and there's an accordion solo yeah if you listen really closely you can hear him go oh make it talk which <laughs> <laughs> which i, forgot I that. love yeah. that's hysterical yeah. um yeah but uh you know ice cream junkies are all over that song um, uh-huh. and i love that actually i think i might have tried of new flavors because of that song nice when i was a kid um nice but yeah, I remember the video very well, and I can't remember where it is in the timeline where that comes from. If I mean, it's early. If it's first yeah. record or if it was, I think it was first record. Uh, Before he became been. huge with Eat It, he had a few small hits, but it was on like HBO and their comedy thing, and nobody, re- and not too many people really knew him. Yeah. And then, you know, 3D came out, and it was all, it was all uphill from there. But yeah, so um, I Love Rocky Road just got some good memories, and it's a... You know, it's it's a fun song, right? really energetic for a guy with an accordion. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it's a good song, and uh, it it is in that area where his uh, just over time he has obviously kept playing the accordion, but over time his accordion's been a little less highlighted uh, as we've gotten deeper into his career, and this is right in that pocket where it's like all accordion. You know, yeah. like, that's the main thing. And uh, worth saying, Weird Al's a very, a very good accordion player. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's, it, it's, I mean, I'll, I'll admit it's hard to, if we had to do a Fab 15 accordion players, I might get three. Right. You know, but, uh, so it's, it's hard to hold up other examples, but like, I've seen people play accordions. I've, yeah, I've known people who play accordions. Al's an, good. It's not an it's you know, the instrument. Really hard. Your yeah. hands are doing two independent things that don't make mm-hmm. sense together. Right. I, I uh, used to go to church with a guy that uh, played an accordion, and he let me mm-hmm. see it once. He's like, well, this over here is the circle of fifths, and this is, you know, just a piano. And I kind of went, okay, wait, how is this the circle of fifths? And, like, I, I can play most things if you give me a little bit of time, time with it. I could not get a good sound out of an accordion. Yeah. You know, like, that's hard to play, and Al nailed it, because, and this is actually true, this is in the movie, but it's true, that just a door-to-door accordion salesman came by the house, and his parents bought him one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he liked it, and they said, yeah, okay, you can have it. Weird Al's parents, by the way, way more supportive than they're portrayed to be in the movie. Oh, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah. According, you almost have to learn as a kid because it's a family tradition thing. Yeah. Either it has to be passed down to you culturally, or yeah. you learn as a kid because you don't know any better. Right. Uh, whatever <laughs> it is, but yeah, so it's, uh, you know, so yeah, props to him on that, but yeah, um, I love Rocky Road. Really funny. Yeah, love, really love good it. song. Features the accordion. Uh, yeah, it, like I said, very close to being on my list. Just didn't, I mean, you know, things get shuffled, didn't quite make the cut. Exactly. Uh, and it was a little bit because I was leaning heavily into that era. Right. Uh, although, since we've been talking about the accordion, that leads into my number 11 pretty well, because I had to get one of the polkas in. Mm-hmm. So my number 11, I went with uh, the alternative polka. Okay. I went with a different one, and I will explain why when we get to it. That's fine. But continue. Uh, I don't have a major explanation why, other than the alternative polka hits on a lot of the music that I loved when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's it. Yeah, you know, a lot you know. of people do that. Yeah, it just it it you know just spoke to that that 
part of part of me that loves alternative music, which is a pretty big part of me, as it turns out. Because mm. you know, you've got uh, you've got some STP in there. You've got uh, 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 Beck and and Nine Inch Nails at one point and REM. Mm. Uh, he that's the closest we've ever gotten to hear Weird Al uh, swearing is when he does the Nine Inch Nails thing. Yeah. Uh, and Which just is really funny to me still that he, you know, does a snip of uh, Closer to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just, it, it's just right in that wheelhouse of stuff that I love done as a polka, you know? <laughs> and Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, there's not, there's really only a few of the polkas. I actually listened to all of them in sequence. Sure. Um, that has to be hard. Reverse sequence. Yeah, Start with the newest and went to back to the oldest. Still has um, to be hard. Um, I don't, you, could, you could do a playlist. Um, I, I'm sure uh, you could. Yeah. I mean, you could do a playlist of anything. Well, sure. No, it was <laughs> it was kind of fun because um, it was, you know, was, I remember that song. I remember that song. Oh, I remember that song. I forgot about that song. So it was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, actually, going back to what I said earlier, I think the polkas are a really good summary of popular music over the past mm-hmm, you know, absolutely. couple of decades. Yeah. You know, so that was fun. That's one of the better ones, I think. The, yeah. Um, alternative, alternative polka. Although the last one he did, um, now that's what I call polka, is pretty good. It's mm-hmm. uh, because there was a time period with the polkas where pretty much all he had to draw from was R and B rap because that yeah. was what was it. And the last over the past, I don't know what, five eight years, that start there's started to be a little bit more variety in the top ten again. Sure. There's not very little rock there, but there's more ballads and more um, catchy pop songs that yeah, aren't just a little bit R&B. of country and yeah. So he's able to. Um, so the last poll goes a little bit more diverse, and that's the only thing that hurts. You know, the few of them um, is that there's the diversity in the music isn't there. It's still funny and it's still well done. Sure. Just, yeah. So, um, so that's an interesting uh, aside to your point, but uh, yeah, alternative polka is a good one. I remember that one. That was uh, that's one I used to sing along with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, I, I I could go on talking about the different bands that are in there. I I feel like we're going to end up talking about a lot of bands as this goes on. Sure. But uh, yeah, alternative polka just is the one that I I mean I I could have chosen one of several different polkas, the but that's alternative polka. Ah. ah. Uh, it's amazing how often that happens. Yes. <laughs> often it'll intentionally, prob- I gotta, I gotta it'll probably continue. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Alapalooza is obvious, but Al- Alpocalypse, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, he knows what he's doing. Uh, number 10. We're right for your number 10, I guess. Oh, right? number, 10? number 10? Yeah. Right. My number 10 we've already talked about is Albuquerque. Okay, Albuquerque. Long word, hard to write. Yes. A-L-B-U-Q-U-E-R-Q-U-E. Yeah. Albuquerque. Learned how to spell it. Good job. Probably because of that song. Uh, your number 10 was Albuquerque. No, they never spell it. No, but, I mean, if you're <laughs> writing it down, you gotta... Oh, well, sure. Know. Uh, so we're on to my number 10, then. Yes. My number 10 is uh, one that I just think is a lot of fun, and it, it tickles a dorky wordplay space in my brain. My number 10 is Bob, which is kind of a stylistic Dylan parody mm-hmm. that the lyrics are entirely palindromes. A lot of people don't seem to realize that when they <laughs> until yeah. they start thinking about it. Uh, the video is a parody of uh, Bob Dylan's uh, subterranean homesick blues video. I don't think with, I saw the video. Uh, yeah, Weird Al's just standing there, you know, holding up signs with different pal- with the different palindromes he's he's singing on them and flipping them o- over like B- Dylan did with the subterranean lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the entire video. 
Yeah. Uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, simple in that way. And sometimes simple is incredibly funny to guys like me. Sure. But uh, yeah, I, I love a good palindrome. My first uh, rock band that I was in, Union Jack, uh, our, our EP, our demo that we did was called uh, Sex at Noon Texas. And it was called that because it was a palindrome and had the word sex in it. Uh, <laughs> so we thought that was fun. Uh, I if if we ever get together and do like another thing, I'm going to insist that it be named uh, "Go Hang a, a Salami and a Lasagna Hog." I'm going to insist on that. All right, <laughs> and that is uh, the last palindrome in Bob. So you got one of my favorite palindromes. There you there. go. Uh, I just yeah. really like that song. I assume it didn't make your list. It did not. Yeah. It's a fun song. Um, it didn't make my list. It's not one that I really return to very often. Uh, not for any particular reason. It's sure. just. You know, on a rock record, I don't listen to that much. So sure, there you go. Yeah. That's uh, actually kind of the nice thing about having like the essential collection is it hits on some of the stuff you might skip over on one of the albums. You know, or yeah, I didn't have, I didn't ever buy the essential because I figured I had ninety eight percent of it. There's no yeah. point in you know. So yeah, that's uh, I I appreciate that about a greatest hits or a best of every now and again. Just oh, I oh sure makes me think of this song differently. You know. And, yeah, and you know, sometimes when you don't know what to listen to, you just grab the greatest hits. Yep. It's easier. Yep. There you go. So my number 10 was Bob. Uh, okay. That brings us to your number nine. Well, my number nine sticks with the word thing. Okay. Uh, it's word crimes. Good one. Not on my list. Honorable mention. Yeah. It was, uh, I, apart from being just a, uh, you know, again, a more modern tune, um, really, really funny, especially to someone who uh, is married to an English teacher. Sure. So, <laughs> and, sure. And uh, also, you know, I've always had kind of a, um, a like of words myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from, what is a uh, what is the song that's parodying? It's uh, that Robin Thicke song, uh, Lord uh, Lines. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So um, you know, really, really funny. The video's good too because it's the word. It's just the words written out. Yeah, and actually helps a little bit because it it's kind of schoolhouse crazy. rocky. Yeah, it gets yeah. a little <laughs> crazy towards the end sometimes with some of the things that they're saying. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's so it's smart mm-hmm. and it's funny and it's uh dead on with the song pretty much so uh yeah it's just it's got all the all of the uh elements to it to me that makes it a good word out i mean we were i was at a meeting for something or other i can't remember but someone was playing that over their computer and it got everybody talking about Weird Al. It's like, well, he's kind of a genius. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, duh. First, first of all, you kind know? of? Yeah. Well, somebody <laughs> said, like, he's kind of a genius in a way. I'm like, in a way. Like, yeah, right. You know, so, um, yeah, but that was uh, that's actually what made me go, wow, I haven't listened to a Weird Al record in I don't know how long. Yeah. And then I bought that because it was at Walmart for cheap. Sure. And uh, put it on, and the kids knew half the songs. They're like, what is this? This is so crazy. So it was yeah. kind of fun to see them... Uh, be, I guess, to have their first Weird Al experience. Yeah, and I was yeah. there for that. that was I think you told me that Tessa was like, this is nuts. And you're like, no, this is weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Word, Word Crimes is a good song. It is in my honorable mentions. It, uh, it feels like it should have made the list actually now that we're talking about it, but uh, just kind of didn't. Uh, it It is interesting to think about that song and to think about like the reactions you were getting from the other people at that meeting that people just don't realize how clever he is and yeah. how great at wordplay he is. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of wordplay. So are you. I mean, I think we both like enough English comedy that we have to be right. Uh, that's just a staple. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's one of the Kings of wordplay. He's just great at it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and word crumbs is an excellent example of that. So yeah, good pick. 
I got I I don't have anything to add that you didn't already say. I like the video too. You yeah. know. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Word Crimes is a is an excellent pick. It probably should have made my list. That would be one you should mm-hmm. argue for in the final. Yeah. I also uh, got the word nomenclature in there. Yeah, nomenclature. Which is mm-hmm. nice. We used to have a where I uh, one of my jobs he used to have a word we said nomenclature. So there's a guy named Norman who worked there, and it was only words he knew. So (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Anyway, that's just a stupid aside, but continue on. Sure. Um, How do I do that? Probably by telling you my number nine. Number nine. Okay, uh, and my number nine is uh, going way, way back. Uh, The song that made John Deacon offer him a spot at Live Aid, Another (laughs) One Rides the Bus. Uh, also on my list. It better be. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Another One Rides the Bus. Uh, I mean... Again, that's the joke. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's a parody of another one bites the dust. It's another one rides the bus. That's it. That's all you need. Uh, but hey, he's gonna sit by you. Another one rides the bus, and you know, recorded in a public bathroom. Yeah. Uh, with Bermuda Schwartz just pounding on his accordion case rather mm-hmm. than playing a drum set, uh, and it was perfect. You know, <laughs> and it, yeah, it's, it's it just, still works. Um, yeah, I mean, there's it, and it's. By the way, uh, sorry, by the way, worth mentioning, Weird Al to this day still has the same band he's always had. Yes. Find me anybody else that has done that. There are very few. Yeah, Weird Al has maintained the same band, possibly because he's maybe the nicest guy in the world, <laughs> and <laughs> according to everybody that's ever yeah, probably. You know, talked about him, Yeah. Uh, except for briefly Coolio, but we'll get there. Uh, but yeah, Weird Al... Uh, same band the whole time and uh, you know i'll started there kind of with another one rides the bus with J- john bermuda schwartz just pounded on an accordion case you know yep. you were gonna say something i stopped yeah, I'm, you i'm but, trying to remember what it was now i'm sorry because because uh, I, I forgot about bermuda schwartz yeah and how do you forget and, about bermuda schwartz no not the guy but this this i forgot about how funny that is yeah oh it's great john bermuda schwartz it's great um, yeah <laughs> again love a good love a good pun love a good bit of wordplay yeah. you know um oh wordplay yeah there's the lyrics to that are so dense. Yeah. There's so much going on. He's, he puts so much into the line, more so than is in um, the Queen song. Yeah. Way more. And it's just like, why does he not stumble over the lyrics to this? Yeah. It's fantastic. I, I, he mm. must do insane warm-ups before he sings anything, because those songs are so, so like he's just spitting out words rapid fire. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. He's like the Micro Machines guy. He, they just, <laughs> <laughs> there's a reference for <laughs> for all the all right. kids. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he you he's have so, cat you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, <laughs> he's so fast. He's so fast with his with the way he spits out his lyrics. He's so clear and precise. I I want to know what his pre-show what his pre-show warm-up is. It's probably nothing. He probably just goes <clears throat> and then goes out and sings and yeah. does a great job every night and gets all those speedy speedy words out. But yeah, he's mm. he's so good at that. Yeah. That that song's a great example of it. Which I mean, it's uh, that he did that when he was very young at first. And it's easier to be good at that kind of thing when you're young. But he's True. he's retained that very well too. Um, so yeah, I. I it seemed obvious so that was going to be on both of our lists i'm glad mm-hmm. that it is it's at my number nine it's higher on yours so so uh what is that your number eight uh number eight there's a very specific version uh-huh. but my number eight is the night santa went crazy in my honorable mentions okay and i do need to stress that it is the album version not the extra gory version that appears on the essential okay um i don't know why 
it's different other than it's the extra gory version. Yeah, I didn't know it was. But the extra gory version to me is almost tasteless. Okay. I mean, it's just like it takes the whole hard second stance. verse hard. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm very much into this. Big um, words. <laughs> just because, I, and, and I've known it forever since it came out on Bad Hair Day. Sure. Um, and when I first heard it, I was like, what? Why? This is unnecessary. It was mm. so funny and implied it was much more implied in the original version. And this is just taking it. So I don't know if he did it just to have something different or, well, you know, well, they did maybe that was his original version. I didn't let him release it. I don't know. But hmm. um, the original album version, to me, is the better of the two. Uh, but it has uh, kind of become a Christmas staple for me. So sure. <laughs> there yeah, we I've, go. I've never been much of a Christmas guy. As, or, let me correct that. I've never been much of a Christmas music guy, right? as you know. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I don't think that I clocked that there is a difference. So uh, apparently it's uh, substantial and no, you're to ready me, to, to me it is. Uh, plant a flag on this. Yeah, to me it so. is. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of, a, I, but I like that it's kind of a James Taylor-ish Sure. Uh, and it's just this horrible song about Santa, you know, going berserk and shooting up the North Pole. So, yeah. you know, there you go. It's just, I just like the juxtaposition there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny and that's the end of it for me. Uh, you know, I don't have anything to add to it really. You know, I, again, just not much of a Christmas song guy. So it's sure. not, uh, you know, not one of the ones I have a lot to say about, but I, it was in my honorable mentions. I, it, it at least deserves deserves a nod you know sure um absolutely but yeah i mean it makes all the sense in the world that would be on your list you are a christmas music guy so <laughs> very much well, so. so i always think that and maybe it's because i'm a christmas music guy i always think that songs like this would be on lists of people that don't like christmas music mm. i would think that would be something that they would flock to but perhaps i'm wrong well, I, I mean, I can only speak for me, so I, I, sure. and I'm not a good example of anything. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go any further with that. That's I fair. Just, it just wasn't on my list is all. All right. Uh, what is on my list at number eight is a, uh, another, another old one. I've got a lot more old on here than I thought I did. Uh, another one from the uh, Jurassic area of uh, Al's career, My Bologna. I uh, did not go on my list. You're kidding. No, I never... Can I be totally... Frank here. I, I think feel, you. I think you need to say more than I do. And I feel bad about <laughs> yeah. this. I never found it that funny. Oh, sorry. I know it started everything. Defend yourself. <laughs> I hey, I know it started everything, and I'm glad he did it. But it just never really did anything for me. Um, I'd heard that and went, yeah. But that was all over another one rides a bus. So, you know, there you go. I don't know. I just it's okay. Huh. I never. I, I don't like know it. anybody that says Bologna either. <laughs> oh, I do. I mean, people say baloney more than baloney. Yeah, I've, but... I seldom hear anyone say that, so yeah. I just thought it was weird. But... I actually know a I lot... I thought it was a stretch. Yeah, I actually know a lot about the word uh, baloney slash bologna. Uh, it interested me grammatically, mm -hmm. because, like, why do we say baloney when it's spelled bologna or bologna or whatever? Right. Uh, the answer to that is it's an Italian meat, and uh, Italy is actually Italia, and and uh, bologna is bologna, uh, bologna. So in the same way, we took the ya yeah off of Italy. Okay. We took the ya yeah off of bologna, and made bologna and made Italy. Okay, and well that's, that makes that makes the that makes sense. Whole genesis of it. I got really interested in that. <laughs> uh, this is. This is the kind of thing I should cut from the podcast, but I won't. Right. Uh, because this that's was, okay. That's a, that's yeah. It was interesting. really interesting to me. Uh, and 
I, that's not why I love See, the song. See, and I always <laughs> thought I always thought that it was a stretch. Baloney, Bologna. I'm like, and it's spelled that way. Nobody says it that way, so it just felt like oh, a stretch to me. That way. I've, I don't think I've ever heard anybody. And if I have, I just assumed they were wrong. They okay. were reading it and didn't know how to pronounce. I it. I mean, you're kind of you're kind of right about that. Yeah, yeah they, they were reading it and didn't know how to pronounce it. You know, yeah, linguistically, like, okay. you are correct. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's just what I was. I don't know. It's just one of those things, but. Um, you know, it's fine. I mean, a lot of people like it. It's fine. I'm not. I know. mean, it is another one of those that that's the joke, you right. know, because uh, for those who don't know, it's a parody of My Sharona by the, the Knack. The Knack. Yeah, The Knack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, frankly, My Sharona doesn't do anything for me. I think it's a little creepy, in fact. Uh, but. Is now. Yeah. But uh, uh, d- 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 the younger kind and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, My Bologna just. A fun little goofy song about a about a guy making a sandwich. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I make sandwiches. Sure. Like sandwiches. Yeah, who doesn't? Uh, well, people don't like sandwiches. Uh, you, who doesn't like sandwiches? Probably I don't know. people probably with somebody. bad teeth. Maybe that might be. There's probably a thing. somebody out there don't like a sandwich. Well, they're insane. For sure. Uh, there's nothing like a sandwich, and okay. uh, I Weird Al seems to share that belief with me. And God bless him, my Bologna is at number eight on my list and should be at number eight on everyone's lists. <laughs> uh, but since it's not, uh, what is at your number seven? Uh, we already talked about it. Another one rides a bus. Okay. All right. So I guess that brings us to my number seven. Yeah. Uh, I actually gave a little bit of a spoiler when I said we'll get there. My number seven is uh, Amish Paradise. Okay. On my list. Yeah. Good. Uh, obviously a parody of Gangsta's Paradise, the song in the 90s that... Uh, just sort of redefined that whole genre for everybody. Sure. And Weird Al uh, saw that and immediately decided to make fun of it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I respect that choice. Uh, yeah, I, it's uh, it's a lot like Gangsta's Paradise, but it's about what it's like. You know, Gangsta's Paradise is what it's like to be a gangsta. Amish Paradise is what it's like to be Amish. Uh, that's the joke. Yeah. Uh, but uh, almost more interesting behind the scenes that... There was an argument, well, it's sort of a, not as much of an argument, it's just a cold shoulder situation that happened between Weird Al and Coolio was a result of that. Yeah. That uh, uh, has a happy ending, but it, it starts out, you know, the world kind of found out there was a problem there when Coolio, I think, was at the Grammys and was asked, hey, have you heard Amish Paradise? What do you think of that? And there was a very upset reaction from Coolio and the guy that was with him, whose name I don't remember, like, the guy that was with him looked like he was ready to hit the, the guy that asked the question. He was like, didn't like that. I, I didn't sign off on that. They did it anyway. You know, nothing I could do to stop him. But no, I wasn't cool with that. You know, right. and it was just this tense situation. And Al found out about that, thought that he had full permission, thought that it had been cleared with his record company, all that, and, like, actually reached out to Cooley. was like, I, I'm sorry, you know, and, like, sort of didn't hear anything about it for a long time. Uh, flash forward a number of years. I mean, there was just for a very long time, there was all this, you know, scuttlebutt about how, oh, Coolio hates Weird Al, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Flash forward a number of years, and Coolio was given another interview where somebody brought it up. He said, yeah, I overreacted on that. I, I don't know, man. I, I was mad about it, and I shouldn't have been. Weird Al's a nice guy. We've, we've talked. We're cool. No no problem there. Yeah. And Coolio was even even has a guest spot in Weird Al, in the Weird Al documentary movie. Uh, right. Just kind of sitting there in the crowd as Al's performing uh, Amish Paradise and Coolio looks mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and so, like, it, it's, it's nice that they made up, you know. Yeah. But, uh, that uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a parody song that's parodying one of the 
arguably most important songs of the 90s. Right. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's wonderful when somebody takes a swipe at something important uh, because everything that's important also deserves to be made fun of a little bit, you know? Yeah, exactly. Just a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, and respectfully, but yet still. Uh, and I don't think that there was any malice involved. I think I was just like, oh, that's a great song. I want to have some fun with that. And did, and didn't know that he didn't have full permission. That's all that happened there. And yeah. it turned out to be, as all of his parodies are, turned out to be respectful and funny, and he nailed the tone, and he nailed the video, and it just mm-hmm. was wonderful. Yeah, I mean, there was you know, a time when Amish jokes were everywhere. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like we all found out about the Amish in the kind 90s. kind of, <laughs> you know, gone away, but you still hear it now and again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if there's a point I, that I had to that. Probably not. But, um, <laughs> Only you but can it's tell funny. us. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it's funny. I, my favorite line was always, uh, I just raised a barn, still don't raise an udder. Yeah. Which is, you know, a... A lot of people didn't get that. Yeah, because they just don't, weren't listening close enough. So right. I like I like those little small wordplay jokes that he puts in, and that one's that's that's one of my favorites. So oh yeah, I enjoy that. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good one. I I like it. I don't know what I don't have anything else to say. Okay, so that was <laughs> at my number seven. That brings us to your number six. Yeah, so my number six. Uh, this is my polka pick. Okay, I love that polka, polka pick. pick. That's good. Polka um, pick. so I picked polkas on forty five. Okay. Which is uh, for a few reasons. First of all, uh, it's the first one. Sure. So it set the tone sure. for all of it. It also has um, the majority of the songs are uh, classic rock songs that even if you don't try to, you've heard. Yeah. So that's not, not all of them, but most, there's also Devo and Berlin in there because yeah, right. why? Right. Um, but that's there. Um, funny story with that too, as an aside, uh, I would made a tape of a bunch of songs I liked, but, you know, back then, and that was on there, and I remember that dad borrowed that, he'd say, hey, let me listen, because he wanted to hear what I was listening to, Yeah, and he'd turn that off, because it started off with the Devo song, he thought it was Devo, <laughs> and didn't listen to it, and I was like, no, you listen to the whole thing, so, <laughs> yeah, that. Um, so uh, it is the uh, first one, but it is a parody in and of itself, which people don't realize, hmm. so there was a group well, studio project, I should say, not really a group, but studio project that originally had the name Stars on 45. Okay. And what they did was they took a whole bunch of old songs, put one beat under it, re-recorded them, did parodies of the voice, not parodies, but would recreate the voices as best as possible without actually using them. Yeah, impressions. Mm. Um, so they recreated it as best as possible to fool people into thinking they'd use the real song and put it together. And there were like 10 songs in a three-minute span. Hmm. And it was Stars on 45, Polka's on 45 parodied that. So it started off as a parody and became its whole other thing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't um, know anything about that. But most yeah. people don't remember Stars on 45, though they were pretty... I mean, they're not huge, but they had success in America and Europe and you know all over the place. Um, so people don't remember that. And when I was kind of looking, doing a little internet research about people talking about the Polkas, nobody mentioned it. Everybody put that one as one of the lowest rated ones because mm. it doesn't flow well. And it sounds like you just took a bunch of songs you liked and threw them together. It's like, no, you're missing the whole yeah. point. You're missing the parody of it. So that's like early window into how genius he really was. 
he not only started a whole thing for himself, sure, but um, you know that was it was a parody too. I mean, the in Stars on Forty Five, they wound up changing their name to Stars on or something else in Europe. But uh, one of the main dudes behind that was uh, the ex drummer of Golden Earring. Really, <laughs> really put that together. So um, that's odd. Yeah, and <laughs> it was actually started from. Uh, there was another group that had done that with a song that he owned the copyright to. They tried to sue him, couldn't figure out who to sue, so he stole the idea. <laughs> and the big one that everybody remembers has about 10 Beatles songs in it. Sure. And people imitating the Beatles' voices fairly well. Huh. So I went back, as I found it, I was like, I know I remember this. So I went back and found it uh, on YouTube, because everything's on YouTube. Sure. And uh, yeah, there are stuff as they made full albums and all kinds of stuff. But it's So that's why I picked it, because it's not only the original... But, you know, next level parody, too. So, Yeah, I didn't know anything about any of that. Really. Yeah. I just assumed that it was titled that because, like, he had 45s of those songs. Yeah, that's yeah. Nope. Actual, what I assumed. Yeah, because the first Stars on 45 was a 45. Sure. And then they did a 12-inch, and then they did, like, four albums of huh. this stuff. So. Yeah, I've never heard about that before. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, very cool. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I like, you know, Polka's on 45. I got, you know... Yeah, I I like it just fine. I just I didn't know any of that backstory. Mm-hmm. I think most people don't, but yeah. that's you know. But I remembered stars on four. I remember seeing the forty five that said stars on forty five. Somebody had it um, in gym class. I think we used to be able to listen to forty fives in gym class. You looked at me like I was going to know the answer to that. No, um, <laughs> I was not in your gym no, class. Back when I, you know, I know that. <laughs> no, when we were in gym class in grade school, they let us play 45s during exercise time. I think they didn't mind, too, and actually, people, now that you say and that. people would bring in, somebody brought that in. I remember um, bringing in the curly shuffle. There you go. <laughs> so Where do you um, go once curly shuffle gets dropped? I don't know. Conversations. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, it's a whole other thing now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's why uh, Polka's on 45 is my pick. Yeah, no, it's my a, polka pick. A, a good polka pick. Uh, you gave us a fun saying in mm-hmm. polka pick. Uh, you gave a lot of history that was interesting. And now it's time for my number six. Okay. Which is Smells Like Nirvana. Okay, uh, higher. Good. I don't, I don't, I'm having trouble figuring out what your top stuff's going to be. Um, uh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what yours is either. I'm also not trying that hard to figure out yours. Uh, but uh, Smells Like Nirvana is my number six. Uh, it's a parody of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Uh, it's actually, I, I watched, uh, some stuff in the last couple of weeks on, on YouTube, some Weird Al stuff. And, uh, one of them was somebody asking Kurt Cobain if he had, you know, heard that or seen the video. And he said, yeah, I watched the video. And he just, he looks so happy at the question. He just looked happy that he got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I saw that video. I don't know who he's got working for him, man, but they nailed it. Like, it, it looked perfect. Everything was right where it was supposed to be. They got the tone. It looked like he just took us out of the video and, and put himself in instead. It, he, I, I'm sure he has a lot to do with it, but whoever he's got working for him is great. And the person interviewing him said, oh, actually, he directed it. Did he? All right. Good. good. He, he did a great job. <laughs> and yeah. Like, Cobain just seemed so happy about it. And like, oh, that was kind of heartwarming to see. That was kind of sweet. That... Yeah. Well, he was thrilled to be uh, chosen by Al. Yeah. You know, uh, that's that story that uh, Al called them when they were doing Saturday Night Live yeah. to get his permission. And he called them the, the first question that Kurt Cobain asked him was, was it going to be about food? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like... No, it's going to be about how nobody understands your lyrics. Yeah. yeah. And he said, that's funny. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. So it's, it's, 
I, I mean, that, that's the whole of it. It's just him talking about, you know, I'm mumbling and I'm screaming and you don't know what I'm singing. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually just devolves mm-hmm. into nonsense words. Mm-hmm. Uh, has a really great Greek mythology joke in there uh, where he says, It's hard to bargain those house with all these marbles in my mouth. Man. And marbles in your mouth is uh, I can't remember how to say the name of the of the Greek. Uh, I think it was a god, but the Greek persona. It was how somebody who who had a speech impediment learned to speak clearly was keeping marbles in his mouth and talking through the marbles. Mm. And so it was like this really deep cut like Greek mythology joke as well that like I was like I know what that is yeah it's there, it's there for three people <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and I'm one of them and like I, I love that about Weird Al just like yeah. oh I'm that kind of dork <laughs> you know like he, he nailed it he, he nailed he nailed it for this yeah. kind of dork you know whatever kind of dork and you are when that came out too apart from the fact that the Nirvana song was so huge yeah there were it wasn't I wouldn't say it was 50%, but there were a lot of us that really didn't like that song when it first came out. Yeah. A lot of people really couldn't stand it. It's still not, I'm still not a big fan of it. I still like I it. Like some, <laughs> I like some other Nirvana stuff, but sure. um, I'm still not all that big on that song. And uh, when it came out, I was in one of the only cover bands I was ever in. Sure. Um, and people wanted to do that song. They were, the band, band was split. You know, two wanted to do, two didn't. Um, so... There, some guys were just insistent on it. So as the singer, I would just start singing Weird Al's version. Nice. <laughs> and it pissed them off. I like bet. hard. I bet. They were really angry with me. So I don't think yeah. we ever did it. But we never wound up doing much of anything anyway. It folded pretty quickly. So sure. there yeah, you go. It happens with a lot of cover yeah, bands, but especially. That was, the, uh, that was my personal story with that one. Mm. Um, I just, but I think it's a funny song. It's yeah, just, well, and I do love the video. I, I, remember, I still remember being over at uh, my old band's you know practice space the drummer's house hi mike if you're listening and uh watching that video on mtv with uh especially with mark who friend of the show mark uh i i remember us watching that and they got to the point where uh weird al makes a weird nine sound and like bends the guitar neck up into like a a weird 90 degree angle and we both just like hit the floor laughing that was like the funniest (laughs) thing we'd ever seen (laughs) and i just remember that being such like that was that that was insane i love that you know (laughs) and uh yeah i just i have such fond memories it's it's the more i'm talking about it surprising that's not in my top five but uh, it, you know, it, it had to go somewhere. It landed at number six, like with a bullet, mm-hmm. uh, smells like Nirvana just, you know, makes all the sense in the world to me for this list. But, uh, we can move on from there to what is your number five? Uh, we've already talked about it. It's like a surgeon. Okay. Uh, my number five is, uh, one that it, it belongs on the list. If for no other reason, then it is amazing how quickly he got it together. The saga begins. Runner-up for me, but very close. Uh, sorry. Literal jaw drop at home there, yeah, Jack Bates. Uh, well, let, I'll tell you why later. I, I, okay. Uh, wow, not on your list? It's a runner-up. It was on my list at one point, but I took it off. Uh, wow. Uh, it's... It, I mean, the... Musically, it's a parody of American Pie, Don McLean. Mm-hmm. Uh, lyrically, it's a retelling of Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Yes, uh, came out so fast after that mm-hmm. movie. That movie came out. Yeah, in I 19- think he saw a preview of I it. I probably did and took notes and just. The, that went movie with came it. out in 1999. That song came out in 1999. Like there, that 
at that time, people now don't understand how significant that is. At, at that time, a movie would be in the theaters. You might wait six months. You might wait even a year before it hits home video. Right. Like that song was out before that movie was on home video. That song was out within a, a week or two of the movie premiering. Yeah, that's probably correct. That's, uh, it, that's how quick it, it seemed, was. Which is... Like in my brain, my, I think my brain is fighting the reality of that, and I think it's longer, but you're probably right. Uh, I didn't look at the exact dates. I just looked at the year. No, it's just um, from my memory, so maybe it's faulty. Yeah, we, maybe it's in the middle, and we're both right. Could we're be. both wrong. Whatever. Uh, but no, I mean, the, just the speed with which he got it out and with which he had all of the words right. Like, he, mm -hmm. like we didn't know what Gundams were, most of us. Yeah, I mean, the, the real Star, Star Wars guys did, but those of us who are just like, yeah, that's a good movie that I like and I will watch sometimes. We, you know, he like he had the uh, well nomenclature there, mm -hmm. and in a way that he really shouldn't have been able to. And it was clever, and it was smart. And the video, he was you know dressed up like uh, uh, a young Obi Wan, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, remember, remember that was your first like I remember being dressed like a, a mm -hmm. young Obi Wan. Yeah, I think, okay. it, was, I think it was Obi Wan. Um, and yeah, he just I, I I was so impressed mm -hmm. by the whole thing, and I thought it was so well done and so. Uh, again, just so clever, just so smart, and so impressive that he got it together that quick. That it, it just it rocketed into my top five. It was one yeah, of those no, when I, I was jotting down songs. I was like, well, okay. I kind of always start with the top five, and mm -hmm. just sort of like, well, these are the ones that I have. Like, some something's going to have to happen to knock this down. Yeah. And that was, you know, in in that immediate list right away. And I'm shocked as to why it's not in yours. Yeah, well, I agree with everything you said, though. Okay. I like that one. I know all the words to it. Mm. I know the words of American Pie, too. But um, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. I do. I just realized I mean, it I know the day. chorus. <laughs> I mean, I realized it one day. Cause, uh, but I've been hearing it, you know, I mean, when I was a kid, I'm a little older than you. When I was a yeah. kid, it was on the radio a lot. Sure. So it's just in there. All 96 know? minutes of it. Yeah, right. So it's just in there. And uh, at one point, I think I went back to see how accurate he was on a few things. And if it was... Some of the beats were at the same point. And sure. Yeah, he nailed it. Of course, of course he did. Because he's, he's weird out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I agree entirely. I love the song. I just didn't put it on a list for a reason. That you're not going to tell me right I'm now. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. When we get to number four, uh, which is uh, next. All right. What is your number four? My number four is Yoda. I didn't want two Star Wars songs on. Ah, that that sucks. <laughs> uh, Yoda's on my list for no other reason than I just it's it's I have so many songs on the list where it's that's the joke and I I didn't want to do another one. Yeah. Okay. So we're the odds there. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I, Yoda was uh, for, it was first too. So sure. I, I was like the first. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't hate the song or anything. I, yeah. yeah. It's a Kinks um, parody. I, you know. When it. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, love Lola's, the Kinks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love the Kinks. But um, when that came out. Um, again, that was one that I was, I was there for it. And, uh, it was, again, it was, everybody just lost their minds sure. when Yoda came out. Um, and everybody loved Yoda and everybody, that's why I was in all the jokes about, well, we're making these movies till we're old and gray and how they did. Well, yeah, <laughs> sure. That came, yeah. you know, that actually came true. Um, you know, so Fair it was point. just a lot of, uh, yeah, I was just, the memories of that one are better for me than they are of the saga, even though it's a great song. Huh. Um, I just, uh, I like Yoda a little better. I think it's a little bit funnier. Huh. Um, saga Begins is good, but it's a straight retelling. It does, there's not too many, there's a few jokes in it. 
Sure. But it's mostly a retelling of the movie, whereas Yoda is all joke and all parody. No, well, sure. So that's really, I think, what gives Yoda the edge, in my opinion. Huh. So there we go. Okay. I mean, I, I like Yoda fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, you know, like I said, the reason it didn't make my list is I felt like... Well, first of all, I felt like I had that era of his career covered. Yeah. Uh, but also, I just felt like a lot of my list is songs where it almost begins and ends at the title, and I feel that way about that song. Mm. Uh, I mean, I like the song. I mean, saying that is not meant to be an insult. Sure. But I just, I, you know, just didn't make the list. Uh, I didn't put any thought into, I already have another Star Wars song on here. That didn't See, occur that's to my me. overthinking thing that I do. Yeah. With, especially with these lists. So. Yeah, I underthink these lists. I overthink my real life. Uh, but <laughs> I overthink that too, trust me. Okay. Uh, all right, so we... We're in close proximity with our Star Wars songs, mm-hmm. but your number four was Yoda. My number four, we've already talked about. It's probably my personal number one, is uh, You Don't Love Me Anymore. Okay. So that brings us to your number three. Number three, we've talked about it. It's uh, Amish Paradise. Okay. Amish. Okay. So we're on to my number three, which is uh, one of his Michael Jackson parodies. We had to get to him eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three is Eat It. Okay. Also on my list. It'd have to be. Yeah. Uh... I mean, we all know that it's a parody of uh, Michael Jackson's Beat It. But, yeah, I, uh, uh, you know, it's sort of the song that put him on the map, you know? Yeah, to a very large degree, I mean, that's correct. At least as a household name. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's so well done. The video was, is, again, just one of those pitch-perfect, he-nailed-it parodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to freak me out as a kid. Because at the end he does that thing where he has the werewolf eyes, from, and he uh, from Thriller, from Thriller, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. which is a different song. So I wasn't expecting it in the video, and suddenly he's scary, and yeah. that freaked me out as a kid. And like that's one of my abiding memories of this song is that video and him turning to the camera and looking into the camera with the wolf eyes and the big smile. Right. Which I rewatched it uh, like this week actually. I rewatched it and went. Yeah, that still freaks me out a little. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna have bad dreams or anything, but that, right. like, yeah, no, that's still kind of a kind of a spooky image, especially for Weird Al. Uh-huh. Uh, but I mean, he nailed it. He nailed. Uh, it, the, you talk about Madonna. I mean, how that that was hard to do, but it's also hard to take on Michael Jackson. Yeah, that was even you know bigger. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people would be afraid of that, you know, and. Uh, Weird Al did it and did it very well and did it, I mean, perfectly. And I mean, what do you say about it other than it's Weird Al doing a parody of a Michael Jackson song and he did it the way Weird Al does everything and just knocked it out of the park? Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's very little else to say about it. Well, I even like, uh, you know, people know that, uh, actually, I think it was Thriller that Eddie Van Halen did the guitar solo in for Michael Mm -hmm. Jackson. Uh, this one has a guitar solo in it that uh, the guest guitar soloist was Rick Derringer, uh, who produced the song. Right. Uh, but it's just kind of funny that he also had, like, he was doing a Michael Jackson parody and also brought in a hired gun guitar player. You yeah. know, that's, I mean, it just, uh, on every level, he, he nailed it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, it, I just, yeah, it, it, he's so brilliant. And that just seemed like a song that had to hit not only the top five, but the top three. And I, apparently it's on, in your top three as well, but mm-hmm. we don't know where just yet. Um, I don't know, do you have anything to add or are we... No, I think you pretty much got it covered. Okay, then in that case, we're ready for your number two. Well, my number two and number one have been mentioned, so I'm out. Okay. At this point, if it was, if it was a bingo game, I'd be Wow, I'd be out. okay, that's interesting. Um, so my number two was Smells Like Nirvana. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, that's surprising. Uh, I mean, I guess it, 
I pay very little attention to what you have on my list. I mean, I circle it, but other than that, I don't, you know, I don't keep track. Yeah. So I am a little bit surprised that you're you're out. Uh, I actually don't know what, what your number one is. I could probably figure it out real quick, but I'm not going to. Uh, that's interesting because there are two, I, I feel two glaring omissions <laughs> that are in my number two. Well, and number it depends one. on what it is and why. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, my number two is the other Michael Jackson song, Fat. Yeah. Um, I like it. Again, it doesn't really, I don't think it's the smartest. I don't think it's as smart as a lot of his other things. Just a bunch of fat jokes thrown together, which sure. is fine. But I mean, it doesn't. I didn't think it, it probably was, plays a little different now that we it, can't make fun of anybody. Well, sure, it plays <laughs> but, a little different now, but also at the same time, it's just, um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I just didn't think it was. I mean, it should be mentioned, but it's not uh, top ten material for me. So uh, there you go. That's heartbreaking. Uh, I also loved the video for that. The video. If we, we were just, talking videos, yeah. then that would be a different story. See, the I think video, you have to. I think you have video to talk about video. Well, no, I don't think so. Uh, the video made the, the song. It's synonymous, I think, for Weird Al. The well, video which is the, the which is why, which is the, one of the reasons why it's not on there. But, but uh, no, but, but I think that that's an argument for it to be because the visual representation is so important in his work. It is, but it it's not funny. Just, you know, having it, or, or I'm not saying it's not funny, but the humor should be in the music just as much as it is in the videos. I and mean, we talk about that video, so that's fine, but the song has to be there first. Well, I think you it know, is. Nobody, nobody, uh, you know, nobody really cared about the uh, the uh, Flintstones thing he did because the song sucked. The um, it's uh, an honorable mention bed, for me. Bedrock anthem or whatever it's called. So yeah, I mean, I don't think I think you know the video is fun. And it's fine, and it's funny with the long version of it because it does such a good job of parroting uh, the long version of um, uh, Bad. But, yeah, it just kind of falls flat to me. So there you go. Huh. That's interesting. I, I, I really want to have an argument about the visual representation. Uh, but that's... Which I, we're only at about an hour and 20 minutes right now we could do that <laughs> i mean usually these things are a lot longer yeah uh but uh yeah i yeah i just i i think his uh i think his visual presentation and his music presentation are so closely married that it's hard to separate them because uh, i don't think he's going to make yeah i i don't think the intention of him making a video is he's going to like oh i have to have one i think he gotta goes out oh, this is this one's gonna. This one's gonna work. This is gonna nail it. And sure, it most often does. Yeah. Uh, and you said you don't. You, know, you didn't particularly like Bad Rock Anthem. It's on my honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of the ones that before I looked at a track list, it's one of the ones I wrote down. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So you know, I I and the video. I mean, I'll, on that one, I'll say the video is fine. But when mm -hmm. I hear that song, I do see it in my head. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think the two are well, very I mean, closely it's, married. It's hard, sure, it's hard to escape that. But if what we're but we're rating the songs, we're not rating the videos. I'm a little bit rating both. Different but... thing. Different thing. <laughs> All right. Email the show to tell us which, uh, <laughs> which way you want us to go on that. Uh, how do you checkmates feel about that at uh, dbaderbrink.com? Uh, brings us to your number one. What is your number one? Uh, eat it. Eat it. Oh, mm -hmm. Okay, sure. That. Of course, obviously, I should have figured that out. That was like two yeah. things ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, see, I pay no attention. None. Hey, not at all. Uh, why should I? My number one, I can't believe this isn't on your list. Uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Um, yeah. What do you mean, yeah? It's fine. <laughs> it's, uh, Knopfler played on it. Mark Knopfler played on it. Okay. 
the, the, he also, the, well, the he also of, um, was one of the reasons why it's called money, money for nothing. For nothing. Yeah, sure. Hillary's. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is kind of annoying. Ah. Annoys me. Um, it was, if that was a trick that he has done several times, taking the lyrics to a TV show and putting, or something already known and just putting him to modern music. He started it with Brady Bunch on sure. in 3D. Um, did it there, did it with a few other things. I mean, it's just, it's a standard trick in the repertoire, mm-hmm. and it's fine. But I wouldn't have put it at number one. I, I think it, it has to be. My, why, why does it have to be? Why? Also, why are we getting so heated about Weird Al? But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Because it's American treasure. It's <laughs> American why. treasure. Uh, it, 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 I think it has to be because it's so, it, it, it's so associated with him. It's, it is. It's, it's, don't look at me like that. Well, you can't see how he's looking at me, people at home. <laughs> he's looking at me. I don't like it. Uh, he, it's, well, first of all, part of it is I really love UHF, the movie I that we too. have not yet mentioned. Yeah, I do too. Uh, adore UHF. Have mm-hmm. it on DVD, well, on Blu-ray, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, it's for in many ways it's probably aged like milk, but I love that movie, mm-hmm. and that song basically is the focal point single of that movie. I mean, it's the one that people walked out of that movie, you know, like that's where that came from, kind of. Yeah, uh, and that's certainly where we first saw the video, and that was, I mean, UHF. We talked about this when we talked about the best movies of 1989. UHF was up against. Real heavy hitters. There was an Indiana Jones movie. There was Batman. There was Do the Right Thing. And then there was the Weird Al movie. Right. You know, I'm one of the six people that saw it in a theater. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and uh, But I, I adore that movie. And, you know, the the other six people who saw it in the theater came out talking about his treatment of that video. Because it was pitch perfect. Again. See, to me, that was just kind of a... That seemed like a time filler to me. Ugh. In that video. And again, with that, that's another one. Without the video, it's... Fine. That's not great. The video makes that. See, I think too. it's I, I think it's good without the video. It's okay. I, I, actually, it, but... I actually like uh, the original song less than I like his version. <laughs> sure, and that's you know that's fine. There's not that I liking the original song has very little to do with the parody to me in, in, in my opinion. But yeah, that was one that I was thought was that's kind of funny, but it's not the video was funny. I don't uh, because it was a you know, the parody was good, but yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't really do a whole lot for me there. I thought the uh, Brady Bunch one was funnier. Um, You're and, just trying uh, to hurt me now. I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> I'm. I'm just saying my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's okay. I mean, it's. I. I'm kind of surprised it's number one. I'm not surprised it's on your list necessarily, but I'm um, shocked that it's being, not on yours. Uh, well, like I said, it's okay. Stop saying that. Well, it is. <laughs> Uh, wow. All right, this is the uh, episode where I got mad. Uh, <laughs> um, so, okay, we are far apart there. Uh, we have seven in common, though. That's We've, we've had less before. True. Uh, we'll work that out here in a couple of minutes. Um, before we get into figuring out what we have in common and you know, matching them up and choosing a number one, which might be a little bit of a challenge this time, actually, uh, let's uh, let's talk about honorable mentions. What do you have for? I mean, unless we've already mentioned them, what do you have? As well, we've mentioned mentions? a few of them, yeah. but I'm going to run through my uh, giant list here. Yeah, I think um, your list is longer. You might cover everything on mine. My list is longer than yeah. the 15. Of course. Um, 
So um, easy to do with this guy. And it's one of those things where, you know, I could have put anything up there. And like I say, I'm annoyed at myself for my number 15 pick at this point. But anyway, um, so I, well, Saga begins and Jeopardy. So that's okay. Let me skip the stuff we've already talked about. Good idea. Um, so Trigger Happy is really? on there. Yeah, well, as an honorable mention. Yeah, I like that huh, one okay. a lot. That's fine. Um, also, because, uh, you know, it's a parody of that whole mindset. And there's a story of uh, Al being on the radio doing an interview, call an interview, and somebody calls up and told him how they thought it was wonderful that he was, you know, backing the backing the gun mm. support and everything. And he's like, and I was like, he just completely missed it. It's a parody, and it, and it was entirely a joke. So I was like, yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> no, he didn't want to get into an argument with the guy, but sure, that somebody just missed the whole joke of it. So trigger happens on. Uh, 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 it was almost on the list, but I took it off. Okay. So Trigger Happy, uh, If That Isn't Love, which is uh, another one of his love songs. Um, if That Isn't Love, I Don't Know What Love Is. and it's What? Do you know what album that's on? It's on. Uh, it's either on Alpocalypse or uh, Poodle Hat, maybe. One of those. I don't think I actually have either one, but it might be on the Central. Okay. Uh, so ah, That Isn't Love. Just sounds um, familiar. No, no worries. Um, Gump? Uh, Gump's on my Yeah, uh, yeah. Parody of Lump by the... Um, Pot USA. I was going to say the Three Stooges. By the Stooges. By the President of the United States of America yeah. is the name of the band. Yeah. Um, all about Forrest Gump. So anyway, <laughs> so there's that. That was interesting. Um, <laughs> it's a weird, weird uh, side. Uh, anyway, um, also uh, an original, Frank's 2000-inch TV. I like that one just because it's oh, sure. fun. Oh, sure. Yeah, I love um, From the uh, even worse album, Stuck in a Closet with Vanna White. Uh, that's a good one. I, that's funny. Re, I, th- that wasn't on my radar. I re-listened to that album this week, though. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good song. Yeah. Um, lasagna? Yeah, that was on my honorables. Which I thought, you know, couldn't really go on the list, but I like it. Um, one that I thought was going to be on your list was One More Minute. It uh, was not. That's interesting. Yeah, and I didn't put on it because I had because I like You Don't Love Me Anymore Better. Yeah. But I figured we'd fight over that one. Sure. Because um, One More Minute was... a. Pretty big hit. Yeah, that's good. Um, I don't know how that, that probably should have been actually on. Yeah, on I was, our, and I kind of toyed with which one I would go. Yeah. Um, okay, and some more slightly obscure ones. Um, huh. the good, good old days, which was. Oh, that was that. That was very close to on my yeah, list. That's one. Yeah. Um, I love that song. It's so, just bananas and dark <laughs> and, and dark, very dark. <laughs> it's really leaving dark. people in the desert to die. It's, yeah. Um, uh, Genius in France was his, his uh, oh, Frank sure. Zappa parody. Oh, yeah, yeah, Done, yeah. but with Dweezil. So. I can't believe I didn't think of that one. Yeah, really yeah. good. Uh, Christmas at Ground Zero. Sure. The most horrifying Christmas song ever written. Yeah. Um, that was a Dr. Demento special, wasn't it? Uh, Demento? Yeah. <laughs> it was a Demento. Well, it was on one of the records, but Demento. yeah. Demento. But yeah, the Dr. Demento. I made up uh, a word. That's pretty good. There's <laughs> um, that. Um, a Complicated Song, which is a... Parody of Complicated by Avril Lavigne. Oh, I don't think I know which, that one. Um, what, what's that on? Is that... That's on... Uh, oh, something. <laughs> Poodle Hat, I think. Okay, yeah, I don't um, have that one. I, so, you know, but I could be wrong. Again, I, don't rem- I don't remember anymore. Yeah. Um, but it starts off uh, with a pizza party at your house. I come, thought I'd check it out. You know, um, <laughs> so... Uh, Nobody came to the pizza party, so the Aww. first verse is, uh, and I had to take all the pizza home with them. So why'd you have to make me so constipated? Okay, uh-huh. And then <laughs> okay. the second verse is uh, poop jokes. Meets yeah, second verse he meets a meets a lovely young lady, and then they get to the uh, you know has a nice relationship. Then at the uh, end of the then, um, 
And who would have guessed her family crest? I suddenly spy tattooed on her thigh and son of a gun is just like the one on me. How was I supposed to know we were both related? Wow. <laughs> that one. Um, <laughs> which ends with, uh, you know, so do I, you know, so do we, so do I go ahead and propose and get hitched and have kids with 11 toes and move to Alabama where this kind of thing is tolerated? Wow. <laughs> Great line. Mm. And in the last verse, I can't remember how, but he gets himself decapitated. So it's... Gotta say, ouch to Alabama. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> like, I kind of feel bad. Well, you can put your own... Whatever state you don't like, sure, put it yeah. in there. Well, um, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> everybody hates one state. <laughs> I, they don't. Okay, let's move on. All right. Uh, <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. Um, next one is uh, Pretty Fly for a Rabbi. That's yeah, on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Or on my honorables. Um, some newer ones. Uh, tacky. Okay. Period of Happy. Sure. And foil, which almost made the list and probably should have. Yeah. Um, should have been my number 15 now that I think about it. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. With aluminum foil. And I know people with foil hats, so it's frightening. Sure. Um, another newer one, Whatever You Like, which uh, is a parody of a song called Whatever You Like. So it wasn't very hard, but it was, yeah, no, uh, you know, baby, know. you can have I, whatever you like, and it's all like dollar store stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> know. I'll, I'll look um, that up later. Uh, CNR? C- oh, yeah, CNR. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's not a, parody of any, not a parody of anything, yeah. but it's a stylistic parody of uh, White Stripes about yeah. Charles Nelson Riley. And also, yeah, I was going to say it was, it's a stylistic parody, parody of Charles Nelson Riley. Well, that too, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who I love. Yeah, who's, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that's not yeah, my honorable Just like even. a bunch of uh, oh. Chuck Norris jokes as Charles Nelson Riley, yeah. basically. Yeah, um, uh, I can't believe I missed that one. Yeah. That's good. Um, we got a few more here, because of course we do. Uh, sure. Since You've Been Gone... Yeah, that's small a cappella thing. Yeah, um, kind of like uh, um, that Billy Joel song. Yeah, um, longest time, kind of. Like yeah, uh, six. We so we we did that one already. Uh, the Brady Bunch. I mentioned that one. Yeah, you did. Um, the uh, Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was not great, but kind of fun and interesting. Yeah. So you know, honorable mention, but not a list. And uh, the other one I have written down, although you said a couple that I should have. Um, is uh, I think I said I'm a, one you should have is uh, I think I'm a clone now. <laughs> yeah, that's on here. Yeah, that's okay. my that's in my honorable. So that right, almost made my list go. actually. Yeah. So I, I remember my... hearing I think I'm alone now start to play and getting mad because it wasn't the weird else <laughs> <laughs> at a party once. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that was on my honorables. I have a few that you didn't hit. Okay, what do you got? Uh, got uh, Ricky. Oh yeah. yeah, that was on my original list, and I took it off because I had too many of the old stuff. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that informed my list a little bit too. Was uh, I don't want to do entirely old stuff. Uh, I got the theme song from UHF. Okay. Uh, that that that. Uh, Dare to be stupid, mm-hmm. which is a stylistic parody more than anything else, but yeah, basically Devo. Devo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, let me be your hog, also off the UHF soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I, 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 I don't think I ever purchased the UF, UHF soundtrack. Oh, okay. Well, that, that uh, easy not to do. But yeah, <laughs> I just I it's just absurd and stupid, and I like that song. Uh, Living with a hernia. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and just all the other polkas. <laughs> I, I think the polkas. Yeah, my are really first important. list it just said every polka. And yeah, I thought well, I got to pick one. So yeah, that's I I, I feel like it would be a because uh, we had different polkas on here. I mm-hmm. think it would be a fair compromise if we just said a polka, <laughs> you know, for the final fifteen. Yeah, but I still have to make the the playlist. So I can uh, do you? Whatever I want. <laughs> I can choose. Yeah, well, you can. Somebody's got to do it. You pick a polka that we didn't use. Uh, we didn't choose. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that. 
So that, uh, that was my honorable mentions. You had a, on a lot of mine already, and a couple of mine were on your list. So, um, so we have uh, what did I say? Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have seven in common plus a polka, uh, so kind of eight. Uh, and we need to talk that through. And normally when we do these episodes, we do a little bit of a music thing here. It fades in, and when it fades back out, we'll be ready to reveal our, uh, our final 15 if, uh, uh, once we have it. Okay, checkmates. We're getting back into into talking to you. We've been talking to each other for a little bit here, uh, although d- pretty pretty mildly, like almost a sleepy conversation about what we wanted to do. And in this not list. nearly as long as we normally do. Yeah, no, yeah, it's 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 pretty simple when you know it's this kind of thing. But uh, the ones that we already had in common were Albuquerque, like a surgeon. Another one rides the bus. Amish paradise. Uh, smells like Nirvana. You don't love me anymore. Eat it. And we decided just one of the polkas. I'm fine yielding to Dave's uh, polkas on 45. That's fine with me if that's the one that goes on the playlist. But mm-hmm. if if you got a polka out there you like better, then you know, fr- free space polka basically. Yeah. If I could if I could figure out a way to put all the polkas into one song on the playlist, I would do that'd that. be fantastic. Uh, They'll so, just end with 12 polkas. Yeah, somebody uh, somebody in Weird Al's camp get on that. Uh, like give us one long polka track. Uh, that would be interminable. Like, but, but somebody get on that. Well, notice that neither one of us picked the Hamilton polka. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but I mean, somebody's done that on YouTube by now. Married all the polkas together. Someone's mm, done that. Probably, maybe. Huh? I, if I can think of it, somebody has. That's fair. <laughs> it just definitely has happened. Haven't seen it, but it must have. So you kind of have a free space for a polka here, uh, checkmates. But that's the stuff that we kind of had in common. You know, basic Fab 15 rules are if we match, it goes on the list. So we had uh, kind of seven spaces to fill. And here's how we filled it. We filled it with uh, the biggest ball of twine um, in what? Minnesota. Minnesota. I almost said New Jersey, and I knew that was wrong. (laughs) In Minnesota. uh, Word Crimes. I Love Rocky Road, The Saga Begins, I Lost on Jeopardy, Beverly Hillbillies, because I had to fight for my number one, uh, and White and Nerdy, because uh, White and Nerdy does a great job of representing his fans, we decided. So that's uh, kind of where we landed on our Fab 15. The thing that remains us is to pick a number one, mm-hmm. and that's always kind of fun to do on the show, so that uh, for reasons, I don't know, maybe somebody likes it. Uh, I like it. That should be enough. There you it's go. It's my show. It's your show. Yeah, so uh, any thoughts on what you think is number one? I almost feel like it has to be either a Madonna song or a Michael Jackson song. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking probably, I mean, I know it was my number one is Eat It, so that's, I'm, mm-hmm. um, you know, biased towards that. But it really was what broke him to most people. Not yeah. everybody had heard I Love Rock and Roll or uh, Rocky Road or, you know, Ricky, like we were talking about, or... Mm-hmm. Not everybody had heard that stuff, for another words of us, but uh, everybody heard it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it came out and just, you know, dominated for a while. Um, 
So that would be my argument for that. But if you have another argument, I'm willing to hear it. Uh, I don't. Um, I, you know, we're certainly in the same ballpark with kind of our top three for the most part, three or four, because, uh, you know, I, I, I got no, I mean, Edith was at my number three. My number two was a different Michael Jackson parody. So I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly upset about that, you know. Uh, I mean, I, that, that can be our number one. I got no problem with Edith being our number one. Yeah, I mean, there's a few things on there that might be a little bit funnier, but sure. I think for cultural impact, kind of have to go with that. Okay, yeah, I'm fine with that. So uh, in the Fab 15, Weird Al songs, uh, the Weird 15, our number one is Eat It, and then in whatever order that you want, it goes Albuquerque, Like a Surgeon, Another One Rides the Bus, Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, You Don't Love Me Anymore, uh, one of the polkas, in this case we're going to be using uh, polkas on 45. Uh, my favorite uh, polka title, by the way, is Polka Your Eyes Out. Uh, that's, that's a uh, good one. That's, that's one of my favorite that's a good titles. One. Um, biggest ball of twine in uh, uh, whatever state it's in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, word Crimes. I Love Rocky Road. The Saga Begins. I Lost on Jeopardy. Beverly Hillbillies slash Money for Nothing. And White and Nerdy. That's our Fab 15 Weird Al songs. There so uh, this was a fun list for me. And we got mm-hmm. through it in kind of record time because there's only so much that you have to say. You know, with yeah. Weird Al, because a lot of it's in, you know, just, you know the song, you like the song. You yeah, know? it kind of explains itself to yeah. a certain degree. Yeah, and there's not a lot of, I mean, there is biographical information we can, we did get into, and there's more we can get into that, you know. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, this this was, uh, sometimes it's, the, the fun ones don't take as much talk, mm. you know, because it's just like, yeah, this is just kind of a good time. Yeah. You know, so... This was fun for me. Is there anything that you uh, want or need to say before we uh, just kind of wrap up surprisingly early? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. Not that it comes to, you know, screaming to my head. No. Um, you know, um, probably the Weird Al Show theme should have been in there, too. Oh, yeah. Probably should have. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Secret number 16. Yeah, it's too late Weird now. Al Show theme. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't even talk about his, uh, you know, his yeah, stuff on MTV. And well, yeah. the Weird Al show was a Saturday morning, one-hour show yeah. on uh, one of the major three major stations. I don't remember. Yeah, if it was couldn't tell you. It was what it was, yeah. but um, it's well. On, then he had uh, Al TV on MTV. Yeah, Al TV and he would take over MTV periodically, and with Al TV and show real videos, show his own videos, and show just weird, whatever weird crap yeah. he could come up with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, Al TV was, or uh, the Weird Al show was Pee Wee's Playhouse-ish, but longer, and in my opinion, a little bit more, it stands up a little better. Yeah, sure. I think, um, so I watched a few episodes, and, I was, and he'd have alternative acts on alternative, uh, uh, people on alternative bands, they had just bands just play at the end of the show, just yeah. a band he liked. Yeah. You know, but not a parody or anything, <laughs> so that was cool. Um, but yeah, um, Zad had the UHF classic movie. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. some of it. We barely touched on his relationship with Doctor Demento. Uh, yeah, I mean Doctor Demento. You know, I mean I for years didn't know anything about Doctor Demento because he's not syndicated in St. Louis anywhere that I know. Right, of. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, but he's a guy who plays novelty 
songs. Yeah, kind and, of broke weird humorous, out. humorous songs uh, on. He's based in Texas, I want to say. I think that's right. And then, but it's national. Yeah, uh, it's a national show that gets picked up and uh, broke a lot of comedy songs and funny yeah. songs, a lot of comedians. But yeah, um, really just sent. Was an early supporter of Al and helped him out a lot. So, yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, we also could touch on his relationship with Emo Phillips, a uh, great comedian who has been Al's friend for just like forever. Yeah, He's in the Emo uh, opened up for yeah. Al he's been opening for Al yeah. for like decades. Yeah, well, and, especially these last couple tours, he's been yeah, the opener. Yeah, um, and even people who saw the Weird Al movie don't realize that it's Emo Phillips as Salvador Dali, mm-hmm. which is like a layer of joke on unto its own. Yeah, <laughs> that pool party scene in that movie is insane. <laughs> and, yeah, if you go through and see who's playing who and yeah. why people are there, it's, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, so, but Emo Phillips, yeah, it was... Yeah, Emo's next level funny. I mean, just... Yeah. I mean, you, a lot of people can't get past his delivery. Sure. Which is admittedly bizarre. Yeah. Purposefully yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Um, you see, one time I heard him let his real let his real voice slip out. Yeah. Like, one time. Yeah. Um, well, we met him several years ago after mm-hmm. uh, a show that he did, uh, I think that, I think it was Art V Loves Comedy, etc. Yeah, that was back uh, when he uh, wasn't looking like emo. He, yeah, he was intentionally kind of looking normal. Yeah, he spiked and, his hair up a little bit. Yeah, and, came out to Funk Soul Brother, mm-hmm. which is funny in, in its own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was, he was a little bit more... Great joke writer. Yeah, he was a little bit more low-key, but... Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of hurt his real voice a little bit when I met him. I went, that's not that far off. It's, no, it's, yeah, but, but it's, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Emo Phillips... Uh, so if you haven't ever really... Yeah, just one of those guys who, like I said, we met him, but which means we also saw his act. I don't remember anything that he said because I was laughing too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just he's one of those comics. Yeah, great guy. Um, really funny. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, his delivery takes some getting used to. Sure. If he can get past that and listen to the joke. Yeah. Just hysterical. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just that. Um, what else did we talk about? I mean, UHF was... a. Uh, yeah, I love you, Jeff. Great movie. There's, yeah. I mean, it's it's just dated now because so many references are dated. Yeah, but. and you know, it's there's for some of us there's a little bit of a cringe factor when you see guys like Michael Richards or Victoria Jackson. You kind of go, they turned out you know, a little bit questionable. Yeah, uh, you know, but but they weren't at the time. They what weren't at the times. So, yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. you know, and also, I mean, that movie is so wholesome with its heart in the right place. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, Billy Barty's in it. Uh, <laughs> you know. Billy Barty's in it. Um, the main villain. I yeah, the old guy. His, uh, old guy. I can't remember his name. But I can't in, either. He's in everything. Yeah. For a while, then the late was, 70s he, he, and he's 80s. He's the 70s and 80s villain. He's that guy. Was he in, uh, wasn't he in the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers? I think so. I think he was the guy. I that, think so, you know, yeah. He was, the, he was like the lead, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Because in the remake in the uh, the early 80s, late 70s, whenever that remake came out, I can't remember exactly. I want to say yeah, 1980, sure. but um, his, 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 the original ends with him trying to warn people that they're coming and right. they're coming for you. And then in the very early in the in the movie, the same actor yeah. years later going, they're coming for you. He's still there, so it's like a continuation supposedly. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think it's the same guy. Could I, be wrong. I think you're right. I have to. I didn't. That is something I'm going to Google I before this comes out. I did not prepare <laughs> yeah, no. um, a film history class for you, Jeff. No. I didn't think about talking no. about that. But no, I love you, Jeff. Um, yeah. So if you, you know, so you might have to 
Google some things if you watch that. But yeah, I, uh, but I the might scene with emo. I might, I might watch UHF once a year. Yeah, like I might, the, I might actually yeah, do that. The uh, the scene with emo is uh, you know the shop teacher who's yeah, it's, it's not wrong. Gross, but gross, <laughs> but it's hysterical. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody wants to drink from Mr. Firehose. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's such a good just movie. Bizarre. Such a good movie. Um, you know, and yeah, and the uh, documentary you've been talking about all night is really funny too. Yeah, so yeah, love the, the documentary. Yeah, shall we say? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Well, it's it's worth kind of for those who don't have the biographical stuff on Weird Al, you might kind of think, yeah, Weird Al's kind of you know, whatever. But if you're, I mean, if you're like me, if you're like if you're somebody who do, who does the deep dive and that kind of stuff. It might even occur to you at some point to ask. I wonder if he's ever considered writing something, you know, serious. You know, has he ever, ever has he ever considered just writing like a, a normal song? <laughs> and uh, uh, he kind of talks about that. Uh, like I got the Blu-ray on the Weird Al movie and listened to the commentary, and it's him and the director just talking about the movie and everything. Yeah, I haven't done the commentary yet. Yeah, yeah. it's it, worth your time. And Weird Al just kind of like points out that he doesn't love that question. He's he's like, no, I don't want to do anything serious. This is fun. You know, like, I just want to do this, you know, and that's, that's kind of, that's sort of, like, that made me view his, like, even that movie a different way, because that movie is a parody of his life. Mm-hmm. Like, the ultimate, you know, parodist, a parodyist, whatever, does, does his life story as a parody. That's genius. That's genius level comedy, uh, just in and of itself. But then to, you know, have him say, no, I, 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 I I almost feel like this is the version of his life he wants you to believe. <laughs> you know, I almost think it like no, no no the joke is more important than what's actually true. You know, and that's that's sort of uh, there's almost a philosophy lesson there that no no the joke is really really important. We're going to focus on the joke. We're not going to focus on serious. We're we're going to have yeah. a good time here. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's 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 probably the whole message of Weird Al's whole deal is just look whatever else is going on whatever the truth is we're gonna have a good time here let's just have a good time for a little while that's what i'm here to do for you we're gonna just have a good time yeah you know so on that note i hope that we've had a good time here tonight it got a little heated (laughs) (laughs) that's my fault uh i started drinking way too early i said that at the top we did you did warn me uh but uh i in general i've had a good time dave i hope you've had a good time sure and checkmates, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, and checkmates, we we both hope that you had a good time. Uh, and beyond that, there's uh, just one last little chunk of stuff to say. Uh, checkmates, uh, thanks for making the show a part of your week. Really appreciate that. Please remember to do whatever keeps you happy, healthy, and safe. Please remember that Black Lives Matter. That LGBTQIA plus rights are human rights. Uh, given recent national news it's worth specifying that trans rights are human rights please also remember that women's rights are human rights and that i shouldn't have to tell you any of that and checkmates please be good to each other be good to yourself forgive each other and forgive yourself and while you're doing all that check us out next time Harvey the Wonder Hamster.